the power of agreement. We have been talking about New Covenant faith, New Testament faith, the faith of the new creation in Christ, how the believer should live. Now, uh, today we're still talking about that, but I want to exhort you in the faith as directed by Holy Spirit. I want to exhort you just for a few, mo- a few moments uh, with the subject under the power of agreement. Stand firm in your faith. Stand firm in your faith. Now, this is important, Minister Williams, because the just shall live by his faith. The just shall live from his faith. The just shall live. Live, Minister K, is the operative word. So if this is our lifeline, if faith is how we live, you better rest assured that the enemy will do everything he can to disrupt, disturb, dismantle your faith. So you have to make sure that that's why we have to hear this word every day. Whereby, because faith comes, watch this, by hearing and hearing by declaring the spoken word. So you have to know, beloved, that Satan is after your agreement. He's after your harmony with God. And your faith, I would write this down, your faith is your foundation. So if your foundation isn't solid, rest assured that you perhaps will be moved by every wind, every trick of the enemy, and every strange doctrine that man promotes. But I want to read Hebrews 10.23. By now, you guys know as to why the writer was encouraging uh, the believers, not just then, but even today, uh, as they were being attacked, this is the, the general theme of the writer's message, is that Jesus is better. <laughs> Notice they were being attacked because of their newfound faith in Christianity, opposed to Judaism. He also was writing to let them know that Christianity is superior to Judaism. Are you with me? Again, there were those who were living this hybrid faith. They were still trying to hold to the old way of being justified by doing, where this new covenant reality, you are justified by believing. Are you here? So he lets them know that Jesus is better. Christianity is superior. Watch this. Christ is supreme. (laughs) Christ is supreme. And some of you, I I guess you don't believe that. Christ is supreme and sufficient for salvation. Let's read. Let us hold fast the profession of. Okay, now let's try to read it in unison this time. Ready? Read. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. For he 
It's faithful that promise. Now, by now, again, you should know what that word profession is in the Greek. It's a Greek word, homologia. It means what? Agreement. It means a confession to say together, to say the same thing as. <laughs> so when he's encouraging them to hold fast, you keep saying the same thing that Christ has said about you. You are righteous based upon what he did, not what you did. You keep declaring that in the midst of every new doctrine that Christ is supreme. Christianity is sufficient. Are you here? So it also means a conclusion embraced by a common confession or profession or affirmation. In other words, you declare about your situations, about your circumstances, the same thing, Minister Tillery, as God says. And, and, and watch this now. When I say that, when I say what God says, it brings that thing into agreement. <laughs> That's why you should hold fast to your agreement. Because God is only bound by his covenant, his agreement, his word. <laughs> Blessings or things promised by God don't manifest because you are a Christian. Things are procured. Things are manifested because you are in agreement with God. Again, you live by faith. And Satan is going to disrupt as much as he can. He's going to try to disrupt your faith. That's why you have to have a solid foundation. Now, now, here's the part that some miss about this word homologia. It's a collective agreement of Christians about what God loves and God hates. And they have the courage to proclaim it and the conviction, Sister Moore, to live it out. See, people miss this. So when I'm in agreement, I'm going to live how he desires I live. So there should be a big distinction between the old me and the new me. Why? Because I live now in harmony with God. Since God doesn't like that, I don't like it. Since God likes that, I like it. Since God desires I walk this way, that's how I walk. Since he desires I don't walk that way, I don't do it. Why? Because I'm living in harmony. So those who are still uh, uh, being led by the dictates and passions of the flesh, they're just ha they just haven't gotten into agreement or harmony with God. It, it, for most, because they're not hearing and declaring this word enough. Why? Because when you hear it, it strengthens your convictions, your beliefs, your persuasions. The more you hear it, Notice what I said. The more you hear it, the more you are persuaded. The more you hear it, the more you are convicted. The more you hear it, the more your beliefs are strengthened. So you have to hear it. It's not enough just to read it. You have to say what you read. Faith, pistis, the Greek word pistis, convictions, moral Beliefs. I'm, I'm reviewing. 
Now, you, it, it, I need to do this because we're going somewhere. Say this, the just, the just shall, live shall live by his faith. Okay, we're talking about the faith of Jesus now. We've seen this. This is how you live. Your life is dependent upon your faith. No faith, no life. And a lot of people, are they are breathing, Brother Moore, but they have no life. Why? Because there's no faith. There's no conviction. That's a prime example. One day they're happy, one day they don't know. One day they this, one day they that. But when you are solid and when you are in agreement with... Are you here? That word pistis, we, we've discovered that it, also, it, it, it is always a gift from God. And it can, we're talking about Bible faith now. It can never be produced by people. Just to prove that, notice I just said it's always a gift from God and it can never be something produced by people. We're talking about Bible faith, right? It's, it's, it's produced by who? God. Faith comes by and hearing how? By the of who? So that lets me know this type of faith comes from and if I want to be strong in his faith, <laughs> you need to be strong with your belief. Listen, as long as I'm solid in my beliefs, I can, listen, you get in harmony with what he's already done and the rest, man, is your story. Why? Because I'm in agreement. That's, a, that's what I'm responsible for, lining my thoughts, my beliefs up with the word of God. Will you say this? Satan is after my agreement with God. So watch this. So if he's after your agreement, guess what he's going to attack the most? Your thoughts. Guess what he's going to challenge the most? Your beliefs. So that's why I have to guard my heart, my mind. Why? Because if Satan can get your belief, and we've seen this last week, he always challenges you on the basis of the word of God. And if you don't know it, he will get you every time. So I have to know what the word of God says. He wants you out of harmony. If, if, if you get out of harmony with God, you'll be out of harmony with me. You'll be out of harmony with your spouse. You'll be out of, be out of harmony with... Because when I'm in harmony... I love the way he says to love, and I do what he says. Ah, why? Because I am in. Are you guys here? And, and, and listen, notice he's after your agreement. With all that's going on in the world, these things are contending for your faith. They're fighting for your faith. You look at the social unrest, economic ambivalence, political bellicose. Are you here? We're not even talking about this ecumenical COVID-19 pandemic. People are in a panic over this global 
COVID-19. Have I mentioned spiritual warfare yet? We haven't even factored that into the equation. So, so, so you got to look at all of these things. They're trying to fight against your faith. They're contending for your faith. That's why, does it sound, am I yelling? That's why you have to fight for your faith. When Paul talks about fighting the good fight, no, fight for, contend for your faith. Don't let anybody or anything disrupt your faith. So it's a good fight in that if I stay in agreement, because that's a fight that's already won. Are you here? You have to be, I'm saying this because even during this time of separation, and this is everywhere. Believers have wandered and went wayward because they allowed their faith to be disrupted. And, and it's disheartening. Christians are almost numb to the things of God now. And I'm, Paul talks about this. I, I want to show you this. And, and here's the thing. If, if you're not solid in your faith, it's, it, you, it's easy to become sidetracked. Look on social media. Look around you. Look at a lot of the believers. They're no longer cognizant of their spiritual existence, nor are they sensitive to their surroundings. It's almost like they're, it's almost like Brother Fred. They're they're mummies, not even discerning of what's happening, living as if Jesus isn't even coming back. We're talking about Christians. You have to stand firm. Say, I must stand firm in my faith. See why? Because this is how you live. If your foundation isn't solid, there will be no life in you. You may be breathing, but you are not experiencing Zoe. Why? Because I'm not in a, I can't, listen, I can't experience the God kind of life if I'm not in agreement or in harmony with the God kind of life. So if I want to experience the God kind of life, I must come into agreement with the Father. Just look around you. Look at the, the, the disaffection of my meaning, the aversion. Listen to the conversation. People are abandoning the faith, man. Christ is supreme. Christianity is superior. It is sufficient. There is no need. Are y'all here? This is what he's telling the writer in Hebrews. It's, look at, I mean, it's just dereliction going everywhere. People just wandering away as if they never had a relationship with Jesus. Your faith 
is your foundation. Will you say that? My faith faith is is my foundation. So if I don't have a foundation, what do you think your faith is going to look like? Are you guys hearing me? Let me talk to you. Are you hearing me? What you hear is the passion. Because saints are oblivious to what's going on around them. I've never seen so many people so deep they can see everything but what the devil is doing in the spiritual realm. (laughs) Are you here? Your faith is your foundation. Let, let, let me show you something. Second Timothy 2.19. Who's getting this? I'm, I'm, I'm almost finished. I thought we were going to be talking about that agreement today. But however, Holy Spirit, no, he said, I want you to exhort them in this area. So let me give you this. Nevertheless, the firm... Foundation, God, which he has laid, stands, wait, talking about his word, look, look, stand sure and unshakable despite attacks. Hold on. Who remember last week when I showed you in the word of God that the word of God is our defense. And it puts us in an unassailable place. A place where you are unable to be attacked, questioned, or defeated. He's telling you that the firm foundation of God which has laid stands is unshakable. But watch this. That's why you have to have this word in you so deep. That when things come, you are unshakable. But you have to be in harmony with him. Well, why did it happen to that Christian? Well, why does I, I don't know, but I do know what the word of God says. <laughs> and I do know that there are things that happen when you come into harmony with God. Bearing this seal, the Lord knows those who are his. And let everyone who names the name of the Lord stand apart from wickedness and withdraw. Do you see this for wrongdoing? If I love what he loves and I hate what he hates, you don't have to worry about me departing from wickedness or being in the midst of wickedness or engaging in wrongdoing. Not saying you won't ever miss it. We're talking about willful intent. Uh, no conviction whatsoever. You just purposely every day decided that I, I'm saved, but that's as far as it go. Will you listen to this? You are either being led away from the faith or led to the faith. You are either being led away or two. Yeah. 
Every day, you're either being led away or closer to, and it's all contingent upon, guess what? What you are hearing. Because what you hear affects your beliefs. It convicts you. It persuades you. That's why you can hear some nonsense and you're persuaded off the erroneous foolery of somebody who's walking in whatever. Why did you, why did you fall for it? Because they persuaded you. How did they persuade you? By that constant Second, Timmy, let me just a, a brief summation uh, again. Let's go to Second Timothy. Well, we're already in Second Timothy. Now, Paul, or Apostle Paul, he's in prison. In a dungeon. And actually, we went to where it was said that he was last in prison when we were in Rome last year, but they were re-renovating it. But just to stand in the place where men of God once walked. It, it was just a great experience. But he was in prison in Rome yet again. Lonely, because most of these prisons, they were dark, wet, often chained, and he recognized that his life was coming to an end. So looking past his own circumstances, not worrying about himself. Now he knows his life is coming to an end, but he's not worried about himself. He's worried about the believer. <laughs> So he looks past his own circumstances to express his concern for the church. He's talking about us and specifically to Timothy. He, now listen, these is often known as his last words. So he wanted to use his last words, watch this, to encourage Timothy and believers everywhere. Now there are more than these, but these particular four will aid in you having a solid foundation. And these are the areas where he encouraged them. He encouraged them to persevere in their faith. So if I'm going to persevere in my faith, there has to be a whole lot of hearing and saying the word of God. Better yet, these are things, thank you Holy Spirit, that we should be doing, man of God, during these times. Not just because of COVID, but because of the days that we're living in. Persevering in faith. Proclaiming the gospel of Jesus while remaining passionate about him. Are your friends passionate about Jesus? Remain, and listen, that's why you're going to hear me without apology declare boldly that Jesus is Lord. And watch this. I'm full aware that everybody may not accept Jesus, that, to, to, to each his own. But that's not going to stop me from presenting him because there are yet many 
who want him. So just because some reject him is not going to stop me from proclaiming the good news of Jesus. Watch this. Burger King doesn't shut down because people bypassed them to go to McDonald's. McDonald's doesn't close down because people bypassed them to go to Zaxby's. Zaxby's doesn't close down because people bypassed them to go to Starbucks. And I am not going to close down because people don't want Jesus. Uh, I'm saying it to the ones who do. So he encourages them, you keep proclaiming this gospel. Whether it feels good, whether it's popular, I'm not. Then he tells them, remain firm in sound doctrine. Anything that leads you away from Jesus is not sound doctrine. It's doctrine, but it's not sound doctrine. Doctrine just means teaching, that's all. It might be a teaching, but it's not sound teaching. And that's what Jesus meant in John 10.10 when he says that the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Nowhere in that passage does it say the devil. That thief there is not the devil. The thief were religious leaders leading people away from Jesus. So he said the thief are those who teach doctrines that oppose the Messiah. That's who the thief is. It's not. Now they might be used by the devil, but we always say that the, the, the devil can. No, 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 no. The thief there is talking about religious people. Are you here? Then he also encourages them: you stay away from reckless people <laughs> or wicked folk. Do y'all know Christians can be wicked? See, the amazing thing about the Lord, He tells us. How to get out of things. People just don't listen. It's not that, and I'm like this, it's not that people don't always know. People just fail to do what they know to do. Are you here? Then he closes with an intense plea for believers to stand firm in the faith. Watch this. And to finish the race strong. We should be standing firm. Listen, the Bible tells us that we are, we are closer now to the return of Jesus than we've been before. We're that much closer today than we were at this same time last week. Are you living in such a way that it brings glory to the coming Messiah? 2 Timothy 3, let's, let, let me show you. Remember this, beginning at verse 1. There are some, there are some terrible times coming in the last days. How many of you know they've been here? People will love only themselves and money. I wonder how many seen God when them checks came. I'm just saying, off of God, just Lord, thank you. Let me just stay right there for a second since it got real quiet. And, and I was told, I don't know, I was told that some who were getting unemployment, well, I know personally because I had a friend who told me that they were making more than you were getting. I, I, I just, I just want to ask, 
I wonder how many. Just, 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 Lord, thank you. You know I'm half buttoning it at work anyway, but still you seem fit to pay me more than, I ain't never made this. But Lord, th- I, I'm going to honor you because you seem fit to let, I ain't never made this kind of money before. But, <laughs> let me stay focused. People will only love themselves and money. They will, watch this, they will be proud and boast about themselves. They will abuse others with insults. They will not obey their parents. That, that, that includes spiritual parents as well. They will be ungrateful and against all that is pleasing to God. And you see this now even among Christians who are against things that are pleasing to God. They will have no love for others and refuse to forgive anyone. Are y'all here? They will talk about others to hurt them and will have no self-control. They will be cruel and hate what is good. See, when I'm in harmony, I love what God loves and I hate what I hate. But here, This individual hates what is good. That person is not in harmony with God. You know, sometimes you people, I'm tired of going through this. Just get in harmony. I hate my life. Get in harmony with the life giver. I don't like the way things are going. Just get in harmony. Man, I can't win for losing. Get into harmony. I wish things would be better. Get into harmony with God. Verse 5. And what I'm reading goes with the one where he warns against reckless people or wicked people. He's giving you the attributes right here. They're going to be slanderous. Anything that pleases God, they're going to be against it. They, they, watch this. What's good, they're going to hate, and what's bad, they're going to love. Watch, he said, watch out for these type of people. Are you here? Verse 5, they will go on pretending to be devoted to God because you're watching Pastor O live stream. They will pretend to be devoted to God because I came to the 8 and the 10 o'clock service. That doesn't necessarily mean that I'm devoted to God. My devotion is expressed in my daily activity. What I do on Monday, what I do on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. They will go on pretending to be devoted to God, but they will refuse to let that devotion. Listen, that's that's willful intent. They will refuse to let that devotion change the way they live. Guess what? Stay away from these people. And what gets me about Christians, we always think this is talking about heathens. It's heathens and Christians alike. Notice he said, they may have a form of godliness, but... They are denying God's power. You know how they deny the power? By allowing themselves to be led by the Holy Spirit. 
So they deny the power. They refuse the power. And now, Paul's, there's something interesting here. His ex- exhortation to Timothy actually falls in line with James's explanation um, on the identity of a true believer. We talked about that some weeks ago in James 2, uh, between verses 14 uh, and 26. We remember about faith and works. So, in other words, true faith, watch this now, would be evidenced by good works, which will occur naturally. It's intrinsic. It's visceral. With the, my faith is genuine, I'm going to respond the way God would because that's what genuine faith does. It loves what he loves and it hates what he hates. Are you here? In other words, he said, if a person says he is a Christian but shows no evidence in his life by bearing fruit, in other words, there's never any good works, perhaps their faith is not genuine at all. So if my faith is, watch this, if, 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 if my faith is genuine, th- th- it's going to reflect God anyway. Why? Because I am in, the, in harmony with him. So if it's genuine, it's going to look just like the Father. If it's genuine, if it's genuine, if it's real Bible faith, which can only come from him. We're talking about Bible faith. Are you here? So listen, he said, stands firm, write these down by number one. This is how you stand firm in your faith, by persevering in the faith. What's number one? Say it loud like you're saved and you're proud. How do you, what's number one? Okay, now watch this. Um, 2 Timothy 3.14. Write these down. So number one, you got to persevere. You, you got you to be in front Watch this. You, it's going to be impossible to be firm and be solid if you are casually trying to hear the word. You know, like when I'm cleaning or when I'm in the midst of something where I hear it, but I don't really hear it. No, you, you got, no, you got to be, no, no. This is your lifeline. Why? Because the just shall live. So if I'm not living, perhaps I'm not in agreement. Second Timothy 3.14, watch this. But as for you, continuing the things that you have learned, of which you are convinced, holding tightly to the truths, knowing from whom you learn them. So those of you who have been taught the truth, hold fast to the truths that you have been taught. Do you see this? He was encouraging Timothy and the believers. He's saying that to us today. The truth. So if Jesus declares, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and I've heard that, I've seen that, 
I don't care what goes on. I'm holding fast to the truths that I've been taught. Are you here? Next. Keep proclaiming, guys. What's your proclamation of the gospel look like during this time where hearts are failing men and people are, 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 are uncertain and people are, I mean, just, just sapped of energy, sapped of life. What are we doing? As, how are we coming to the rescue with the gospel of Jesus? But you know what? We most worried about stimulus checks and shopping and doing their own thing. Even listen to, listen to everything is about what I can get now and it's my time. And, but, but your time to do what? Because if the business has no greater agenda to reach those who are lost, maybe I'm in the business for the wrong reason. But, but, but when, there's, when, when, there, when I'm spiritually perceptive of why God put this thing in my hands, he's using me also as a vehicle to enlarge his kingdom. Not so I could have more toys. Oh. Hey, man, woman, have toys. You get what I'm saying. But where's the attention on Jesus? And I applaud, you know, having an entrepreneurship. And we have, I don't know how many business owners here. All of this good and dandy, but, you know, we have to make sure that, that whatever we're doing, we're doing it for the right reason. What's, what's, what's the godly agenda behind? Just listen to talk. Everything is about me getting more, me getting more, me, me, me having more, me, me having more, me having Then when you ask for what? So I, yeah, I get that big house. So I can get that car I've always wanted. Hmm. Oh, look at that quiet. So you have to proclaim the gospel. While I remain in passion. 2 Timothy 4 2. Preach the word as an official messenger. Be ready when the time is right and even when it is not. Keep your sense of urgency, whether the opportunity seems favorable or unfavorable, whether convenient or inconvenient, whether welcome or unwelcome. Do you see this? Correct those who err in doctrine or behavior, warn those who sin, exhort and encourage those who are what? Growing towards spiritual maturity with inexhaustible patience and faithful teaching. So number one, you, you got to persevere in faith. And the only way you can do that, you have to be a constant hearer and declarer of the word. Number two, you have to make sure that even in the midst of uh, terrible times, I make sure that I stay passionate in the proclamation of the gospel of Jesus. Number three, you want to remain firm in sound doctrine. The Lord doesn't need help with the mixing of another religion. This is not a hybrid, hybrid gospel. It's not a little bit of this and a little bit of that and a little bit of this. It, and listen, it, 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 you have to even be careful when people say, oh, we serve the same God. No! If the God that you serve isn't in line with the God of the Bible, we don't 
serve the same God. Just don't co-sign on any and everything because it sounds good. We don't all serve the same God. So remain firm in sound doctrine. Avoid ungodly beliefs and practices and flee from those things. 2 Timothy 1, 13, 14. Keep and follow the pattern of sound teaching which you have heard from me in the faith and love which were in Christ Jesus. Guard with greatest care. Do you see this? And keep unchanged, unchanged the treasure, that precious truth which has been entrusted to you. That is what? The good news about salvation through personal faith in who? Jesus. Nobody else. Well, what about such and such? He ain't in here. What about her? She's not in here. What about that? That's not in here. Person's faith through Jesus. Watch this through the help of Holy Spirit who dwells in us. Then he closes with an intense plea for believers to stand firm in faith and finish the race strong. 2 Timothy 4, 8. Watch this. This should be the mentality of the believer today. Now, a prize is waiting for me. The crown. See, you, you can't say that when you haven't walked in your purpose. Most people be fighting and kicking, talking about, Lord, I ain't ready yet. And, and, or whatever the situation may be. That's why you got to get in your purpose. Huh? How many people know about Jesus as a result of your influence? How passionate was I about, and watch this, man, let me tell you something. If you're afraid to proclaim Jesus because you're trying to keep a certain Facebook profile uh, image going on, you need to reevaluate your commitment to the Lord. My mind said, if you don't like it, keep strolling. But I'm not going to shut my mouth because I'm afraid of heathens or wicked men. Who don't like when I say something about Jesus? Keep scrolling. Unlike, unfollow. But you're not going to stop me from proclaiming the gospel. And you would believe, you wouldn't believe the amount of Christians who are afraid to ride with Jesus. And say it boldly. Man. Now. A prize is waiting for me, the crown that will show I am right with God. The Lord, the judge who judges rightly, will give it to me on on that day. Yes, he will give it to me and to everyone else who is eagerly looking forward to his coming. Beloved, You're not going to be successful in waging war against the devil when there is a lack of hearing and declaring the word. You know, God, he's challenging us. We got to make adjustments, man. We got to make some adjustments and start being discerning of the day. People are dying all around us. 
7,000 Facebook friends, and how many have you actively tried to reach out to? We, we, see, when, 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 and when we're not using our influence to reach, whether it's social media, marketplace, gas station, shopping mall, wherever, we're not in harmony with God. Come on, let's give the Lord a shout of praise. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.